Holy shit, did somebody say Friday? I knew it, man. Woo! <laughs> I knew it! Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I'm mighty glad to have you. Hey, look, I, I, something I haven't put out there really. I mention it every show, but nobody fucking pays attention. So let me say it now. If you want to get in touch with this show, if you'd like to give me some feedback, I'd love to have it, good or bad. If you just want to send me a letter and tell me, hey, you're a fucking prick. That's the kind of shit I like to hang up in the studio wall here in Boys Room Studios. So understand this, okay? If you're a listener... If you're a listener out there and you're listening to this show and I ever say something that that really stings you and it just really rubs you the wrong way, look, man, I don't give a fuck, okay? I don't give a fuck. You know why I don't give a fuck? Because I'm not a status person. I'm not a conformist. I don't just roll over on command. And go along with everybody just to get along. I'm not one of those pussies. I don't do that. No, no. I'm a pain in the ass person who actually, oh God, asks questions. And I read. And I don't listen to people like Anderson Poopshoot or Fucker Carlson. Sounds like a porn film, doesn't it? It is. Bullshit for your brain. Don't let me tell you how to think. That's the whole purpose of this show. I'm not a status person. That means I don't give a fuck what you think about me. But I do care what you think about what I have to say. Not being right or wrong. Forget that. I'm probably wrong 90% of the time. But I do care if what I have to say gets you thinking thinking, maybe adding a dimension or two to your way of critical thinking. Meanwhile, don't expect any of the other gutless pieces of shit around here to say anything, but I will. You should be thankful for me. Too much one way or the other, folks, is wrong. Too much conservatism, too much liberalism is fucking idiotic. You're all a bunch of extremist, radicalized assholes. They've got you all so fucked up and fighting with each other, you've lost faith in your own institutions. Yeah, they've done nothing more than just bullshit you with their propaganda and their embellishments and all the, all the nonsense about falsified elections and all this. They've done that on purpose because if you lose faith in a free and fair election, that allows them to take it away. But it don't matter because you're not going to listen anyway until it's all gone. And then you'll bitch and blame the Mexicans. Well, this show does not cater to the alternative fact-living retards that exist in this country and have hijacked, I think, both parties. This show does not cater to tantrum-throwing children who were told no and can't handle it. And if you expect me to feed your cynicisms, you have come to the wrong show. Could be wrong. I could be right. Could be wrong.
got something really wrong. Staff at the uh, Smithsonian's National Zoo and Conservation Biology Institute, they're devastated. They're all just shitting themselves with grief. The mor- they're mourning the loss of 25 American flamingos. And one northern pintail duck killed by a wild fox. That's right. I can't believe the news isn't talking about this shit. There's been a mass killing. At least 25 flamingos and a pintail duck, if you give a shit. When's the last time you dedicated a thought to a pintail duck if you weren't hunting them? Well, I guarantee you the dipshit and maintenance who didn't fix the softball size hole in the reinforced fence around the Flamingo play yard is going to be thinking about that duck a lot when he's out of a fucking job. At the very least, he's going to get rode up. There's 26 dead bodies in the fucking play yard. Wow, look how much fun they had. I mean, there's the mix of blood and feathers, but look. You know, if their beaks open, it kind of looks like they're smiling. Staff came in, the fox, wild fox, was still in the pen, I guess taking a break between killing, smoking a cigarette or something. They saw the fox, he flipped them off and ran away. They didn't get him. You know, the original flock was 74. Yeah, I guess it's 49 now. And you can scratch a duck off the list, too. The remaining flamingos were moved indoors to their barn and the ducks to a covered, secure outdoor space, and uh, they all got, like, fucking grief counselors and shit. Yeah, it's a heartbreaking loss for anybody that cares about animals, says Brandy Smith, John, and Adrian Mars, directors. How many fucking names do you have, bitch? Oh, no, said Brandy Smith, John, and Adrian Mars, director, Smithsonian's National Zoo and Conservation Biology Institute. I understand, but... The zoo is actively investigating the incident and is taking the following immediate actions. They've arrested Mrs. Fox and they've had her tied to a chair in a back room where they've been cross-slapping her across the face and rubbing salt and open wounds to get the bitch to talk. And if she doesn't, I guarantee you they're going to start humping Murtaugh's daughter. The metal mesh surrounding the Flamingo Yard has been repaired and reinforced. Live traps have been set around the outdoor yard to catch any predators or any unsuspecting child that wanders off the beaten path. (coughs) Bet your ass little Dakota's going to enjoy the rest of the zoo with only one foot. Ooh, and the big, and the big step they've taken to protect these flamingos. They've set up a digital camera, yeah, that can that has an infrared camera so they can take pictures that are triggered by the movement the fox might make. Yeah, so they can get pictures of the killing, you know, in HD, so you can send that shit out as Christmas cards and everything. Really? I have a serious doubt the flamingos, remaining flamingos, are going to be sleeping any better tonight, you piece of shit. Personally, the old sure stand homeboy here thinks the flamingo death and the oligarch deaths are probably fucking connected. <laughs> Vicky White fucked up. 
Vicki White, everybody knows it's an old story now, but they've been on the run for a while, and I'd like to tell you what I think is going to happen. Oh, Vicki White and her lover boy inmate, Casey White, um, you know, they're both still on the run. They walked out of a, I think it was Fort Lauderdale. Is in the Lauderdale County Jail awaiting trial on capital murder charges and a laundry list of other shit. The, the fucker, he was, I guess, already serving a 75-year sentence for a series of bullshit back in 2015. And he's waiting on trial to probably be sentenced to another 75 or 100 or life or whatever. This guy's a real piece of dog shit. He's worthless and he can't be trusted by anybody. But to show you how crafty and manipulating them fuckers are, Casey White manipulated Vicky White into throwing everything away. U.S. Marshals Service has now issued rendered images of what Vicky White might look like if she cuts her hair or dyes it brown. And I can tell you this, I saw the pictures. She's still an ugly bitch, no matter what. I mean, she's uglier and shit. But that's exactly what those inmates do. They don't choose a good-looking corrections officer. Fuck no. They choose a retard or somebody that's not very attractive or somebody that's down on their luck. They're not they're not working there because it's their dream job. They're working there because they have to get by. They have to eat. That's the one that they go after. I'd imagine that's why they tell corrections officers, I think, in training, don't ever share private information with these fuckers because it'll spread like wildfire through the whole jail. They share that shit with each other. He, she was only like a week or two out from retirement. She's 57 years old. A week or two out from retirement. That son of a bitch talked her into throwing it all away. And guess what? She not only threw away her fucking retirement, she sold her quarter of a million dollar house for $95,000 so they'd have some capital, you know, on the run. Excuse me, or he has capital because she's dead, folks. She's fucking dead. That son of a bitch is on the run. You move quicker when it's one person. Besides, he doesn't need her anymore. He's got the cash. He's got the car and he's out. There's a nine out of 10 chance. She's fucking dead. I'm not in law enforcement. I have no idea what I'm talking about. It's just to me, I'm thinking there's a real good chance she is no longer with us because he is running he killed her right away. He had plans to kill her as soon as he got out and secured travel. If she's still alive, I'll be blown away. That dude is in fucking Mexico, folks. Non-extradition. Can't touch him. He is in Mexico. He's probably running with the drug cartels by now. But old Vicky thought the love was going to last forever. And why wouldn't she? It was only a fucking inmate sentenced to 75 years on trial for capital murder. Sure, that love is sincere. It's a real love. Are you fucking crazy? My first girlfriend in Los Angeles was a little Puerto Rican gangbanger girl who lived in Carson, California. And when I say she was a gangbanger, I don't mean she wore a strap on and joined seven or eight other guys pulling train on some chick. I'm not talking that kind of, I'm talking about like a street gang. Yeah. Yeah. She had direct ties to a number of all these cliques over there in Compton. I don't blame her for anything. I was 18 years old. I was fresh out of Oklahoma. I didn't know a fucking thing. I moved out there looking for cheap rent. My roommate and I, we moved into the Don Dominguez apartments. That girl saw me from across the courtyard, and she saw dollar signs. 
She saw dollar signs. Yeah, she saw a stupid, goofy-looking 18-year-old kid with the Oklahoma license plate on his car, and she jumped all over that shit. You're damn right. She slayed me. Slayed me with that vagina. You're damn right. Now, I was a victim there. I was a victim. That part, I was a victim. Okay? I was a victim. All I had ever all I had ever known in my life was little white Caucasian cowgirls from Oklahoma. I never knew a fucking thing about some solid badass Puerto Rican girl with a killer body in Los Angeles. <laughs> I was smitten to say the least. Within a week I was mule and dope for. Her. That's how I ended up mule and dope in Compton. Yeah. White boy. In a car, and later I got a motorcycle I bought from a crackhead up in Hollywood. He worked at the rock shop. I want to make one thing perfectly clear. Of all those times, I put my fucking life in danger. 1988. Leopard skin triumph motorcycle. Driving up Main Street. Now, I was on the west side of Compton, but still. I was in Compton on a motorcycle, flaming red hair, ivory white skin. It is a miracle I never got killed. And I did get pulled over by LAPD one time right there on Main Street. He come up and asked me, are you lost? I had a boot full of shit. I was terrified I was going to go to jail, but I played along and I said, yeah, I'm from Oklahoma. I'm trying to get back to my apartment. I'll give you an escort over to the 110. You got to get out of here before you get killed. And he gave me an escort to the 110. But the point is, I threw everything away for that woman. Everything. My common sense everything mom and my grandma had taught me growing up i just threw it out the window for this woman all my good faculties and common sense gone over a butt can't say no to an ass like that <laughs> I am a nightmare walking, psychopath talking, king of my jungle, just a gangster, stalking, living life like a firecracker, quick as my fuse, been dead as a death, back the colors I choose, red or blue, cause of blood, it just don't matter, sucker died for your life when my shotgun scatters, Color. the gangs of LA will never die. Just multiply colors. Only play that to emphasize just how fucking stupid I was. I wasn't in a gang. I mean, I guess you could call me a gang affiliate. I had friends who were in gangs, both sides of the fence. I was just a runner. I'm not trying to marginalize that. Hey, I ran dope. I broke the law. I smoked crack. I had a crack problem. Whoops. And just for the record, yeah, not only was I never in a gang, I never got paid any money. Even the money I was out, not even gas money. I got nothing. I got vagina payments. That's what I got, and that was enough. Uh, <laughs> the damn fool. Damn fool. And I remember I used to drive up there, and the guy I would always run to, Rod, he would always tell me, go right back out the exact same way you came in. Everybody knows you're my boy here. If you go sightseeing, I can't protect you. Uh, okay. I go straight back home every time. It was fucking stupid. Ignorant, dumbass kid. That's what I, we all were. 
I just hope they made out all right. Last time I saw my little Puerto Rican girlfriend, she's over the hood of an L.A. police car. They had rented her apartment, and, man, she was chewing the ass. <laughs> I was driving by, what do you know, on my motorcycle, and I was praying to God she wouldn't see me because if she saw me, she'd start yelling at me, and that would draw attention from the LAPD, and I'd already been fucked up once by him. I didn't want to get it again, so... She was all out grazing on the officer that was holding her down over the hood of the car. I mean, she was looking back over her shoulder, screaming at him with devil eyes. I saw those pissed off eyes more than once. I didn't like them. So I just kept driving, kept my mouth shut. I didn't even honk my horn like, hey, uh, no, fuck no. I went back to the house and I, I started reevaluating my whole fucking life after that shit. And if I told you the series of things that had happened after that, after I left Carson and lived in Hacienda Heights temporarily and then on to West Hollywood. Let me tell you, you wouldn't believe the story. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you can't make it up. I read the book someday if I ever release it. Golly, did I go back in history or what? Folks, I'll shut the fuck up now so we can get the weekend started. Ladies and gentlemen, one more thing I want to give you before we end the show. I want to talk to you about water bills, okay? I want to talk to you about water bills just real fast because they're higher than shit. We've had all this rain. And there's a few things I want you to think about. Some of you might be smelling methane gas outside. I thought it was, a, my wife and I both thought it was a natural gas leak, but I checked under the house. There's nothing leaking. Everything's cool. But it's the methane coming from the backed up sewer because of all the freaking rain that we got. Yeah. And, you know, I stopped at the post office just to uh, check the P.O. box. And there was a fellow up there complaining about his water bill. $110 damn water bill. That is steep. I told him, he said his toilets are fine. But if you get slammed with a water bill like that, one of the first things you need to do is check your toilets, folks. If you hear them recycling all the time, you got to replace the guts. It's not real hard. It really isn't. It's easy mechanically. You don't even have to be smart to do it, but you need a new flusher mechanism. You need the new, all that shit, all those guts on the inside of the tank. Yeah, you're going to have to replace those, but you can get them for like nothing. Can I, can I give some advice here? Don't get inexpensive, okay? There's this one brand called Corky. Corky toilet kit to fix your toilet. Let me tell you right now, it's made in America. It's Corky. That's the name of the toilet. It's the best fucking, cost me $13, 13 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You see the last time I replaced those tank guts, I spent 30 bucks on an expensive ass master or whatever it's called toilet assembly kit shit didn't last six months and it was dead it's a ripoff it's a con you want to go american made walmart carries it i think it's called corky corky toilet innards and you need to replace those because if that toilet's recycling all night all night all day all night 24 7 that's where your water's going take it from a guy that's had to pay a couple of hundred dollar water bills because of that shit don't ignore it Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. I really appreciate everybody who is listening to this show. We broadcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, high noon from the Boys Room Studios on Amazon and Spotify. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I need you to share the show. Could you share an episode that you like or 
you know, tell somebody about it. Would you fucking hit the like button or the better yet, the follow button? Holy shit. We'll be back here on Monday, high noon, my friends. Hey, I'm smoking short ribs right now. I hope it's a beautiful weekend wherever you are. No rain. Get out there, barbecue, live, and be grateful for what you have. Until Monday, adios, amigos. Bye, amigos. Up on that street and gone like midnight was that man but I see his six string